The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Experience the difference. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Empower yourself and get inspired to build the life of your dreams. Welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Good evening. Welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. I am super excited to be here with you today. We have a fabulous show. We are going to be talking about what we always talk about, creating a life of peace every day. Peace defined as wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. Now, can you even imagine what it would be like right now, today, Monday, to have had a day of peace, wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. Yes, you can have this. Yes, it is possible. And yes, you deserve it. So here on the Everyday Peace Show with Dr. Drayvon James, we endeavor to bring you guests to do just that, to bring you shows to show you how to do just that. How do you cultivate, create, and build the life of your dreams one step at a time with everything that shows up in your life, the good, the bad, and the in-between, all of it designed to be used by you to create the life of your dreams. It can happen for you. And I'm super excited to talk to you about my guest today. Today I have with me someone and we're going to be talking about the brilliant life. If you were with me this morning on social media, you know, we already started this conversation, the brilliant life. I have joining me today, Keisha Dixon. The Tapping Queen. Keisha is the author of thousands of EFT, Emotional Freedom Technique, Tapping Scripts. She is Transformational Wealth Coach and the creator of Monetize Your Mind Success System and the Visibility Vixen Success System. Keisha guides her clients to shatter the internal glass ceilings as they increase their income doing what they love. Keisha Dixon, yes, you know her. She is a returning guest to the Everyday Peace Show. Why? Because when something works, when someone has a process that helps to change lives, I'm excited about that. I'm excited to bring someone like that to our show. So, Keisha, welcome back to the Everyday Peace Show with Dr. Drayvon James. Thank you so much, Dr. Drayvon. James, oh, I'm so excited to be back again, to be invited again on Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. I'm excited to speak with you and your everyday peacemakers. Um, and I love, I absolutely love this topic that we're talking about today, the brilliant life. And I just felt this real need, this real urge and desire to speak with everyone today. Yes, the brilliant life. The now, I got to tell you that the, the term brilliant, I don't think we use it as often as we should, but it's a bit intimidating from the start. We think, oh, my gosh, do you got to be brilliant? Do you have? But when I think about brilliant, I think about a light bulb, brilliant light, brilliant light. Mm. 
shining on my soul, on my abilities, right? But there's a part of me, you guys know, I've been a practicing pharmacist for 29 years. I think it may be my 30th year, but we won't tell anybody. (laughs) And I think also from the other part of my mind, which can be a bit critical sometimes, says, oh, yeah, a brilliant light shining on all my imperfections. (laughs) But I want to tell you this. I want to tell you this. Today, we are talking about about brilliant meaning, beautiful, meaning peace, meaning nothing missing, nothing broken, wholeness, completeness, totality, brilliant meaning your dream life as only you could define it. If you could sit somewhere in a beautiful space, however you define beautiful, with all of your, the beautiful things that you need around you to put you in that, just that space where you could be your most creative self, and you could design the life of your dreams. That would be your brilliant life, the life of your dreams. If you, the people, the health, the relationships, the the money situation, and we all know that the money leads to taking care of the people in the universe and, and making life better. So the more you get financially, the more you can do for the universe and for those that you love. Right. And create health environments, not only for yourself and in our country, but in other countries, you can do some really wonderful things. And when you really sit in this space and you think about your brilliant life, that's what we're talking about today. I'm excited about it. I've been thinking about it for a long, long time. And I'm super excited to just have this hour together to talk about you and your brilliant life. So Keisha, you're here. Tell us yeah. what what exactly this brilliant life, what, what is this all about? Yeah, you know, Dr. Drayvon, it's interesting because every time I hear the phrase, the brilliant life, and you and I, we've been talking um, and using that phrase a lot over the, uh, the past few weeks. It just, it reminds me of where I was a few years ago and how I left my six-figure corporate career how I relocated to another state and purchased a home less than a mile from the beach within 13 days from site to closing with my, with those keys in hand and how I now live in intentionally stress and worry-free life. But it, it reminds me of that, but I feel the need to share with you how I did that because I really need to paint um, this picture for you first because it wasn't always like this, this brilliant life. For six years, I commuted to my job um, in corporate America in New York City, and I commuted from Pennsylvania by bus. And that commute, Dr. Drayvon, each way was between two to three hours, depending on traffic patterns, each way. <laughs> so I had like a, a four to six hour commute a day. I would leave wow. my home by 5.30 in the morning. I wouldn't arrive back at home until 9 or 10 at night. I was a single mom of six. I am a single mom of six. And and at the time, four of my children were still living at home and fully, completely dependent on me and on my income. Now, we're talking about the brilliant life. And, and what I just described in my mind was as far from brilliant as the East is from the West. And let me tell you why. Because my job was incredibly stressful. And although this six-figure job was a blessing on paper and it's a job that continues to bless um, others. 
I was miserable. And I felt that misery. I felt it to the bone for the first three hours of my day on the bus and the last three hours of my day back on that bus. Sometimes I even referred to that bus as this moving coffin because it felt like it was just transporting me back and forth to earn a living that just left me feeling as if the very life was being sucked out of me. I wonder if anyone, <sighs> if any of the everyday peacemakers can relate to that or if you can relate to that feeling. You know, as you were saying that, I kind of felt like this churning in my stomach and not in the, not in a great mm-hmm. way because I think... For me, I spent a lifetime building a career. And even though I knew very early on, it wasn't my passion. My passion has always been what I do now, what I do on the radio program, what I do when I do keynote speaking or workshops and working with people to inspire them to create the the life of their dreams using the everyday peace uh, methods and things of that nature. That has always been my passion, even when I didn't have a name for it. But um, I spent the better part of my life developing a career that was doing just that sucking me dry. Right. And I, I tell people I used to, and not too far in the distant past, get to my desk at work at three 30 in the morning. And there were often times when I didn't leave my desk to about to travel back home to about 11 o'clock at night. And I did that for many, many, many years. And it was just depleting and draining, and uh, and it was worthwhile work. I wouldn't say that, you know, the work that I was doing, I definitely believed in the work, but at some point I asked myself, well, when you're doing your passion, it should be feeding your soul, not sucking it dry. Yeah, so I I I totally get that. Yeah, I totally get that. Totally. Get yeah. That. And, and I, I'm suspecting that in those moments, you were something like me, because, you know, when I was doing that, the thought, the very thought of leaving my six figure career felt as far from possible as the earth is from the sun. Right. So mm. it's the kind yeah, of yeah, thing yeah. that looked like it might be possible for others, but definitely not for me. Clearly mm. not me, because mm. I was in debt up into up to my eyeballs. In fact, I was so much in debt. A month after month, I found myself in the red in my uh, checking account for upwards of $2,000 a month. I had no savings to speak of, at least not liquid savings. Um, occasionally, I would put like two or $300 in my savings account, but then I would end up spending it on groceries before I received my next paycheck. I, I really got <sighs> stuck. I really felt stuck. Yeah. You know what else? My credit score was embarrassing. It was so embarrassing. In fact, that was part of my being stuck. My dismal credit score really made me feel stuck at, at that corporate job and, and, and committed to the toil of that commute because in my mind, I suspected that if I were to even to go to apply for other positions as an executive in my industry, um, I was in, in the legal field, that the background check alone would include a credit check. Mm. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. So I definitely felt stuck. And, and while I was creating all of this drama in my money, drama in my commute, drama in my credit score, I was also frequently, month after month, I found myself lending money to other people. 
I was paying for their rent. I was paying their bills. I was basically supporting other people on on some level or another. And yet, when it was time for me to be paid back, I wouldn't see a red cent. So I could literally say month after month, and believe me, I said this often, (laughs) oh my God, I support others, but nobody supports me. I was just so incapable of setting a boundary, let alone holding a boundary. I had no backbone whatsoever. Um, To say I was a people pleaser was putting it mildly. I was a doormat, and I really hated that version of myself. I really did. And yet the thought of just telling someone no or um, the possibility of being in battle or conflict with the person because I said no stopped me in my tracks and I would just lay down and be a doormat without holding a boundary, setting a boundary or holding a boundary. And along those lines also, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. No, no, no. I was just thinking about that, you know, without boundaries and that imply that applies that boundary was word just the word boundaries was a trigger for me for many many years Mm. i i never defined myself as a people pleaser but i knew that i was because first of all i was too tired to to protest about anything i really i literally worked um a lot of hours, 14 hours a day minimum for most of my career. So I was too tired to protest anything. And then I just, I, I didn't know how to say no to anything because everything seemed to be an emergency and be a priority except for me. And if there's any listener that can relate to that, that is a very dangerous place to be in your life. But truly I didn't have boundaries because everybody's emergency, whether it were professional or personal, was a priority in my life. But my life, my existence always took a back seat because I have a heart of service and and, and I understand the importance of service. But if you don't service your own life, your own life, you can never, ever be of great service to anyone else. And I found that out. That's absolutely right. You know, when 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 you're when you have that people pleasing quality and it goes overboard like like ours did, um, and everything and everyone is a priority, and our own needs, our own self care takes the back seat. What we're actually saying is self care is a joke. Self care is a joke to us, and self care definitely was a joke to me. Um, it wasn't funny but it was a joke. It, you know, I was living on coffee. I was living on wine. I was living on junk food and intermittent snacking. I was stuffing down all of my feelings of sadness and truthfully feelings of anger and frustration with sugary snacks. The most consecutive sleep I would, I would get was literally on the bus during my commute into work and back home. And curiously, that was also the only alone time I afforded myself, and that was spent on a bus with 50 other strangers. Wow. Along, wow. Yeah, along the same veins, my relationships, <laughs> healthy relationships anyway, were non-existent. And truth be told, I didn't feel sexy. I felt as far from sexy as one could possibly feel. In fact, I didn't really feel much at all. I literally had stuffed it all down. I was exhausted. I was simply existing, and I was not living. And it's so interesting that I'm I'm sharing all of this because we're talking about the brilliant life today. And Dr. Drayvon, that wasn't it. That certainly wasn't it. 
I felt like I was the walking dead. I really did. You know, I'm laughing. I'm laughing because <laughs> I had this conversation with some friends of mine, and this is when my children, who are now 16 and 19, but they were much younger, and I was working this really impossible schedule. And I, by the way, let me just tell you, oftentimes my kids would tell people, oh, my mom doesn't work. And that's because I worked obscure hours. I'd go to work at 3.30 in the morning, and I'd be, some kind of way, I'd be at the soccer game, I'd be at the school play, and I'd go back to work. I'd come home and make dinner, and I'd go back to work. And so they just never knew that. That really mommy just didn't sleep <laughs> but she did have a job mm. but and I remember saying this to one of my friends who also had a daughter and I said what is the dream that we'll sell to our daughters because I don't know that we'll be able to sell them hey go out and become a professional and mm-hmm. be a mom and be a wife and you can have it all and then they'll be looking at us with our tongues dragging on the floor <laughs> And I just don't see that as being brilliant at all, you know. So, and and it just made me think at that point in my life. And that was when I was, I had that type of schedule. And I said, what is the dream that we'll sell to our daughters? Because this is not looking dreamlike. It's not feeling dreamlike. This feels like a nightmare. And and as appreciative. Right. Yeah. And I was so appreciative of the, you know, of, of, the, of the job, of the profession, of the degree and, and all of that, that it brought with it. But it was such a high price to pay. Right. Yeah. And I think there are a lot of people who can relate to that, male or female, such a high price to pay. And I'm looking at the pay at, at the payout, at the, you know, the reward. And I'm saying to myself, this, this isn't balanced. Something has it's to give balanced. here. Yeah. And I, and I like how you, how you said, you know, I was so appreciative of, of the job and the degree. I got to a point where I was no longer appreciative of it. And that, we know, um, definitely is not a good spin to be in because then you start attracting even more things in your life to not be appreciative of. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and once I realized oh my God, not only do I feel like I'm the walking dead, but I am not appreciative of any aspect of my life now. I knew it was time just to do something, to seek some help. I've always been this self-proclaimed personal development junkie, even before um, I became certified in transformational wealth and success coaching. So I knew that there was power in coaching. I knew that this was going to take some inner work. Um, So I, I went to find the right coach, find the right mentor. But because um, I, I really knew that something had to give uh, and and getting a coach would help get me there. So in my mind, I felt like, okay, if I just leave this commute, if I just leave this job, everything else is going to fall into place. And so being very goal oriented, I gave myself a year. I gave myself a, a, a target date. I gave myself a year a year to get ready, a year to get my business up and running, a year to get my finances in order, um, a year to get my my client uh, roster filled. So I knew that I, you know, I could leave corporate and still support my family. Basically, I was just, I was looking for evidence that I could do this, that I could walk away from misery and walk into my idea of the brilliant life. You want, you want to know what happened? What? <laughs> I'm laughing. Now, a year went by, and I did not have the evidence that I said I wanted. In fact, I had one client, (laughs) 
at the time and I and I had I still had no evidence I could do it and I still had the job and the responsibilities and the debt nothing had changed so you know I looked around me and I said well this can't be so really in that moment I really started digging deep and several weeks later I woke up with all the evidence that I needed. I woke up and I knew that I knew that I knew that I deserved to be happy and I deserved a brilliant life. I knew I deserved to live a brilliant life. I didn't believe that I deserved to be happy and live a brilliant life. I knew it. I just knew it. And Dr. Drayvon, I've heard you on stage during a keynote speech explain the difference of of the difference between um, a belief and knowing. Yeah. Do you want to, can, yeah. you, can you share that? Because the way you yeah. explain and, it is and, just so perfect. And I think it is, and I'm happy to do that because I think it, you know, people always say believing is power. And there is a, there is an ocean of difference between believing something and knowing something. And yeah. I, I'll give you this example to our listeners and I, I guarantee you'll never forget it. To believe something is the beginning part. It's the beginning part. But when you know something, it's, it's this. It's equivalent to you walking up to me and saying, hey, Drayvon, do you believe your name is Drayvon? Or do you know your name is Drayvon? Do you see how that feels? I know like I know that my name is Drayvon. And when you know like you know that there is something else in your in that that's meant to show up in your journey nothing can shake that not your current cons- situation not your naysayers not not your current financial situation or your health nothing shakes that feeling because you know like you know it's like i know that there is something beyond where i am right now and this that knowing that is the difference between living a mediocre life and a life that is brilliant, the brilliant life. That's it right there. That's it's just exactly that simple it. thing. The difference between believing and knowing. That's exactly it. And, and when I woke up that morning, my knowing that I deserved happiness, my knowing that I deserved a brilliant life, that knowing could never be shaken from my core. No matter what anyone else might have said, I knew that I knew that I deserved happiness and I deserved a brilliant life, that that was going to be my, and is my portion. So, you know, when I woke up with that unshakable, unmistakable knowing that I deserved a brilliant life, I cut ties with those things that made me unhappy, like that day, (laughs) April 20th, 2018. Yeah, Um, it's what you call freedom is your birthright. And I wrote a book, Freedom is Your Birthright. When you know like you know, Something gives you the extra oomph to say, you know what? Uh, Negativity is not serving me anymore. These conversations aren't serving me anymore. This complaining about status quo is not serving me anymore. This extra donut, someone called it the circle of death. I thought that was so funny. (laughs) I said, this circle of death is not serving me anymore. Whatever it is, you know, that's in your path, you're willing to cut ties with it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So on April 20th, 2018, the first thing I left was that six-hour commute. Um, I walked away wow. from my job. 
I had been looking for over a year for evidence that I could do it, that I could replace my income. And, you know, for over a year, I couldn't get there. But when I started really digging deep, several weeks later, I knew with all my heart, my soul, my mind, that I deserved this brilliant life. I deserved happiness. And in that moment, I was able to disconnect from the things that made me the most unhappy or the thing that made me the most unhappy. And that was my commute. And, and even in that moment, I still only had one client, and it didn't matter. All that mattered was that I aligned with my knowing that happiness and that a brilliant life is really what I deserved. You had crossed the ocean. You had moved from the shores of believing to the shores of knowing. And that was only a mindset, just a mindset. And when you crossed the ocean, Things happen. And, and here's the great thing about crossing that ocean, because it's an ocean of difference between believing and knowing, right? And believing is a good place to be, because if you're still in this, you know, unbelief, then you got to get to believing, right? But once you believe something, you say, you know what? I want to get to knowing. Once you cross that ocean, and it's just between your ears, in your heart also, I will say that from your heart to your ears, we're going to come right back after this commercial break. And we're going to talk about how to build your brilliant life. I'm Dr. Drayvon James. My special guest is Keisha Dixon. We're glad you found us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. When listeners like you contribute to Unity Online Radio, you're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. Go to unityonlineradio.org and click on Donate to make a one-time donation. Or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. Here's a Unity Mindful Moment by Ed McShane, a coach for your heart. I used to belong to the If You're Happy and You Know It, Clap Your Hands Club. These days, given the person I live with, it's a little closer to If You're Happy and You Know It, just be okay with that. My actions of unbridled excitement and happiness need not necessarily be seen. I can express my joy with the bathroom door closed and the shower running. I don't need another person to experience my demonstration of joy for my feelings to have meaning to me. This doesn't mean that you should suppress your expression of joy, not in the least. Others can just see and feel your joy through your energy. Joy can be peaceful, active, loud, expressive, warm, and silent. There can be great peace in joy. Sometimes, decide to embrace it with genuine confidence within the serenity joy can bring. To find out more about A Coach for Your Heart, visit acoachforyourheart.com. For over 23 years, Liz Dawn and her team at Celebrate Your Life have been presenting transformative events with some of the world's leading spiritual teachers. Experience a Celebrate Your Life event for yourself, October 31st to November 4th in beautiful Sedona, Arizona. Explore your spirituality and open your mind to some new ideas. These events are awesome soul fests that heal and transform. 
Log on to CelebrateYourLife.com to find out more. Take Unity Magazine with you wherever you go with Unity Magazine Digital Edition. Available for Android, iOS, and Kindle. The digital version has the same thoughtful articles and you can adjust the size of the type for easy reading. Sign up for email notifications for the latest issues, articles by your favorite authors, and topics you care about. Unity Magazine's Digital Edition is free with your print subscription. Download the app today or go to unitymagazine.org slash subscribe to find out more. Take a trip with Reverend Paul John Roach every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Central and tune in to World Spirituality. A lifelong student and practitioner of many world spiritual teachings, Paul guides you to the unity and common values shared by all world religions. We really are all connected. Take a journey with Paul and explore our planet's spiritual landscape with insight, humor, and practical advice for all. Join the show with your question or comment right here on Unity Online Radio. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Create and build the life of your dreams. Welcome back to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Welcome back to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James and our special guest today, Keisha Dixon, the Tapping Queen. We are, of course, talking about building your brilliant life. If you heard me on social media this morning, Instagram and Facebook, I said that each and every one of us woke up this morning and there was a part of our process either consciously or subconsciously. We had this feeling and hope and desire and somewhere inside of us that, yes, Today is going to be the day that my passions, my, my, the why part of my life comes to fruition. I am going to dance in the sun today. My health, my wealth, my relationships. Yes, today. You may have just whispered it in some quiet space. And it may have been for less than a second. Because before you got the thought totally formed somewhere in the crevices of your soul, that memory of past disappointments, loss and failures creeped up and became a reality. And you kind of just, you know, meandered to the shower and went through your day accepting the status quo. But I'm here to tell you, I'm here to tell you to whisper in your ear that your life is bigger than your memory of disappointments and past failures. In fact, it is because of those previous disappointments and those past failures and those near misses and near hits or what have you. It is because of those experiences that you now have the knowledge and wisdom that you need to create the life of your dreams. Peace, wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. It is because of those experiences that only you possess. Now they're part of you, part of your DNA, if you wish. They are part of you. Right. We couldn't forget some of our failures. I could tell you stuff that I failed at when I was 22. Right. And I'm way past it now because it's kind of like etched in there somewhere. Not, and I don't choose to leave it there to hurt and haunt me. No, that's part of your wisdom. That's part of you that you're going to use to develop your brilliant life today. So tomorrow you're going to wake up with that, that hope and that stuff inside of you. And don't be so quick to dismiss it. It's just a fantasy. Keisha, 
tell us a lot more about this brilliant life, how people can become a part of this. And just you, you were telling us your story and how you went from from the the shore of believing and crossed the ocean and got into knowing yeah. that you deserved your brilliant life, ditching that six hour commute. Yes. And, you know, I loved how you use that analogy. I crossed the ocean. Not only did I cross the ocean, I, I, uh, I burned a boat and I burned a bridge. <laughs> yeah. Christopher and, Columbus and said the same thing. Yeah. I, yeah. I burned a boat. I burned the bridge. I, I left everything, had one client. And a few days later, not only did I have clients, I was also booked on podcasts. People were reaching out to me for coaching. Um, a few weeks after that, I was in magazine articles and on the cover of two magazines. Um, I was offered my own radio show broadcast and a multi-city speaking tour. And I've just been signing on clients month after month. And I even moved from Pennsylvania to Florida, manifesting this beach house in 13 days. I'm able to wow. now. Yeah, I'm able to work uh, for my business in my home. I can spend time at home with my daughters. And I made this pivot. I, I, I crossed that ocean at 50 years old, and I found my version of the brilliant life. And part of, my, of finding my version of the brilliant life meant that all kinds of synchronicities, once I had aligned to the knowing that I deserved happiness and I deserved a brilliant life, all kinds of synchronicities just started happening. And I made these amazing alliances and collaborations. And I was part of um, group coaching, which, which helped me to build because I knew I had this, this, this tribe in my corner of people like cheering me on like, yes, you got this. And we got you. We have your back. It was it was such a 180 from where I had been. It was a complete, it really was a complete transformation. And I but just want to just recap, mm-hmm. Go ahead. Re- recap for just a moment, because I think I don't mm-hmm. want to gloss over this point that you just made or, or, part, or summarize your story, really, because here we start off and you're on one side of the ocean on the shores of believing and you had debt, you had a 60-hour commute. You, granted, you did have a six-figure job, but you were in so much debt. We talked about your credit score. And then you start crossing the water, and you had to be somewhere in the middle of the water. You get scared, and you think, I, I, I'm moving toward knowing, but I only got this one client. And you still got all the debt, and you still got the six-hour commute. But when you get to the other side to where you get to I know that I deserve to live a brilliant life. And you made the decision to ditch the commute and hold on to what you knew. Then you were on the cover of magazines. You ditched the house in in Pennsylvania. Now you're living your dream home on the beach in Florida. (laughs) And you're doing, you're traveling, doing these tours and you're speaking, you're doing everything. And I want to, that part just ignites my soul because I also crossed the water from believing to knowing, and I still work my job. So it looks different for everybody, but my goal of, you know, being able to reach people with my philosophies about everyday peace and being here on the radio once a week and keynote speaking and doing workshops, writing books and, so I crossed the water from believing to knowing, and I didn't have to quit my job, but I did get to 
get what I wanted to give to the world. Because ultimately you wanted to give something. That's what I, I don't want. That's what I'm hearing here. You really wanted to give something. And there was a part of you that was draining you, that was preventing yeah. you from giving to the universe. That's absolutely right. And you, you really hit on something key, um, that your version of your brilliant life looks different than mine. And, and I believe like the listeners really need to hear this. We don't know what your version of a brilliant life is, right? And, and, and you might be listening and you might not even be clear on what your version of a brilliant life is. Whatever it is, it might be very different than mine, very different than Dr. Drayvon's. Your version of a brilliant life may mean staying at your current role at the job, but speaking from a more empowered place. Or mm-hmm. your version of a brilliant life might be having healthier um, and more loving relationships with others and, and with your partner or your spouse. Your version of a brilliant life may mean just setting and holding a boundary that honors yourself. So everybody's version of a brilliant life can be completely different and will be completely different because we're all unique people. The footprint of your version is happy. I talked to someone today and it was so interesting talking about a brilliant life and just asking because whenever I do these shows I'm always doing my informal surveys you know out meeting the people and talking about stuff and so I happen to have a conversation with somebody today about their definition of a brilliant life and this particular woman has a very very stressful job which she loves she loves that she loves the high energy of it and the deadlines and that and so I asked her I said so would you say that your life is brilliant you know you've got a great marriage you get great income great job and she said it is with the exception of if I could lose 50 pounds mm. and yeah. that and I and I just loved it and so that's her definition of British she said if I could have what I have now and lose 50 pounds you know because of health issues then I would say that my life you know she's grandkids my life is producing what I want I'm I'm still very much part of my profession which I love I got a great family but I got this health thing going on and I know it's attract you know it's attached to this weight and so it's just so very important to know that everyone's brilliant life it doesn't look the same it doesn't look the same it can be different it's your own personal definition it is and you know regardless of where you are in life you can get closer to achieving your brilliant life by doing the inner work, um, by really digging deep and um, creating a, a dramatic personal growth within yourself. That's the key to getting there. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. So we're talking yeah, about the brilliant life and we're talking about a collaborative effort because I believe, in fact, I know, I know that if you have one singular finger, just one finger, you guys can look at your index finger, and it's working alone to do a job, and then it notices that, oh my gosh, there are four other fingers on this hand. Mm-hmm. And then all five of those fingers work together to do the same job. We know that job can be done more efficiently. Not that one finger couldn't do it, because you can really have some... some um, tenacity to yourself and some endurance and yet one finger could really 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 do a lot of work but really really take a long time and really really use a lot more energy and be isolated 
without the company of others that are cheering him, him or her on and working with them together to reach a goal. A goal. Collaborations are, are just that. It's a team of people working together to reach goals. And each of us has our different goal, but we're working together and there's a, there's a formula, if you will, a formula you're working together in instituting certain practices to produce the results of your desire. And that's really what the brilliant life is, wouldn't you say? It is. It is, you know, Dr. Drayvon. And I'm so happy that, um, <clears throat> excuse me, the two of us have formed this collaboration because here's the goal. We're on a mission, right? We're on a yeah. mission. And our mission is to guide others to, to reach the place, to reach that brilliant life that you've always imagined but didn't think was possible, right? Whatever that yeah. version of your brilliant life is, the steps to get there, we know from doing the work ourselves, the steps are the same. It involves the inner work, the internal growth. And those are the steps that you've walked out, Dr. Drayvon. Those are the steps that I've walked out. And those are the steps that we want to show others how to walk out as well. Yeah. And I think back, just this has jumped in my mind. Back in 1993, I was relatively new in pharmacy. And I remember driving on the highway, and I had this dream to be doing what I am doing today, writing, speaking, and it's always been this for me. It's always been about teaching people about their inner power through the use of peace. And no one in my medical world could I talk to about how to next level the dream that was inside of me because for them it was just like oh my gosh you're a pharmacist what would you want to go do something like that for it sounds so otherworldly and we're about science and, and I love science too there's nothing wrong with that but it was my dream and every time someone sort of like snickered at it it would just crush me just a little bit because I was like this is really yeah. my dream and I feel that the world needs more of this and so and I know that if I had had a an organization, a group like the Brilliant Life, where I could go and talk about my dreams, I could have shaved off many, many years and gotten mm -hmm. to this place where I'd be doing my passion and giving in my Absolutely. purpose. If I'd had a collaborator, I didn't know where to look. You know, you think back to that time period, there was no internet <laughs> in 1993, right. <laughs> right? There was no Facebook I don't, or anything like that. There was no way for me to connect with people. Uh, you know, and my world literally was just my, my tribe at that time were other people like me working in healthcare, some wonderful people who were really, really dedicated to producing great results in that arena. But I had another part of me this part of me and I didn't know and I didn't know how to connect with people who this side of me the wellness the other part of wellness I didn't know I didn't have that available to me so I'm excited now to talk to people and say you know what no matter what your dreams are you know no matter what you could want to be a mathematician and bring you know I don't know another version of Singapore math I happen to love that math <laughs> program but um, something that you're whatever you're passionate about and just have people who who can show you and help you and guide you along your path to getting to some measurable outcomes in a very short period of time. I'm talking about shaving years off the process because really it took me years to find a tribe and, you know, I learned a lot, but gosh, could have showed up here a long time ago. That's right. That's right. It took, yeah. And it took me, as I was saying before, it took me over a year. But you and I have, have figured out a way to shave that time down 
instead of years or over a year, we can shave that down to six weeks. Yeah, six weeks of really developing some processes to get your dream, whatever it is. And what? And here's the thing. At whatever stage of development it is, because you, it still, it still may just be in your mind, right? Because my mind lived there for many, many, many years, in my mind and in journals. I have so many journals, but I would sketch it out and write it out and and all this, but it never went any further than that because I'd bring up the subject of people, and it just didn't resonate with the type of people that I was in regular contact with. I just didn't have a connection with people who were open to hear different ways to rethink a problem or, you know, they just weren't open to that. God bless them, but they were on a different path. And that's the path that I I was sharing with them. So it's important that we all know that your tribe that you're currently in right now may not be able to see your big vision. In fact, there's a phrase that I heard in my travels years ago that says you can't so you can't share your poster-sized dreams with people who are using index card notes for mm. their dreams, right? And and, and not right. to right and not to uh, in any way diminish their dreams, but it can deflate you. It can really deflate you and keep you stalled out. And one other very important thing, I want to say this. I've said this on many. You know, social media outlets is that don't ever think the world doesn't need another person to do what you're doing. So by that, I mean, you look around and you say, oh my gosh, the world doesn't need another. I have a, I have a, uh, a client who is developing a nail polish line, right? Which is fabulous colors. And what if she had said, um, I, the world doesn't need another nail polish company. Of course it does. New nails, new girls are being born every day, right? <laughs> and you're right, right? And you don't, you just don't know. That's there are right. new girls who are trying, uh, are, are people, let me not, be, you know, there are new people who are trying new nail polishes every day. My daughter changes 19, she must change her nail color sometimes twice a day. So don't ever think there are too many people doing what you want to do. Absolutely not. No one's going to do what you want to do in the way that you do it. Because there's only one of you. Even if you're a twin or a triplet, there's only one of you. There's only one person who sees the world exactly the way you do. And that's you. And your gift is important to the universe. You are important to the universe. You can't leave this. You can't leave this universe. It would be so unfair for you to take that gift with you. Can't leave without sharing it with the world. Just don't want you to do that. That's absolutely right. That's absolutely right. That's why I'm so excited about um, the new program that we have called The Brilliant Life. And it's a a six-week coaching program where, where the goal is to guide you to receive those tangible results that lead you to your version of The Brilliant Life. And we do that through a comprehensive and systematic process. We have Four distinct healing breakthroughs for this full transformation that Dr. Drayvon and I are bringing to this program. The first healing breakthrough is the healing the foundation of power, right? So you can start feeling calm and centered and really powerfully present, focused, and connected. And then the second healing breakthrough is healing the energy of power, which really opens you up to 
that next level, desired um, level of personal and financial empowerment and that freedom that we all are craving. So you can start feeling your own powerful feelings and your rising passions and your awesomeness. Um, And the third healing breakthrough is healing the power to act, to take action, so that you can really start stepping into this empowered version of yourself that's full of power and confident and joyful and enthusiastic and fearless and most importantly, real. Really real. Yeah, yeah. and and the, the final healing breakthrough is where you can start healing through the power of self-love. And that self-love power produces steady and enthusiastic progress towards your own goals, towards a brilliant life, while manifesting all of this unexpected support and collaborations and opportunities along the way. So you can really start to feel your heart, start to feel your wholeness, as Dr. Drayvon says. You can start feeling warmer and kinder to yourself and to others. And you can really start feeling deserving, deserving of joy and happiness and reward, like right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And when I hear you say that, I know, like I know, that everybody wants the brilliant life. Everybody does. We we talk ourselves out of it either with our past experiences or with our fear. And I just want to speak to that, uh, and not just as it relates to the brilliant life, but just as it relates to anything. We know that fear, if you haven't heard this acronym, I hope you never forget it. Fear is false evidence appearing real, right? Fear, false evidence appearing real. And it is a spirit. It really is that will take hold of you and strangle your goodness out of you, your life juice out of you to keep you trapped in what's considered a mediocre life. And you could be, you could have a mediocre life uh, where you have six figures, right? Seven mm-hmm. figures. If Absolutely. it's not, the, it's, if it's not the life that you define as brilliant, then it's mediocre. It doesn't mean, doesn't matter whether I say it's mediocre or your mom says it's mediocre or whether they say it's marvelous. I can tell you that when I first got my first job as a practicing pharmacist and I knew that I wanted to go more into consulting, but it was a great job. And boy, my friends told me, they said, and I, I wrote about this in the book a little bit, my free, freedom is your birthright. They said, you're leaving this great job. And I thought, well, <laughs> it's, it has to be great because I feel great about it, not because it has some trappings that look enticing to somebody else. If it, if it doesn't bring out the best in me, if it feels like it's draining me, and then I got to make a new decision. I encourage you to not sell yourself short. Right. Beloved, I've, uh, it, it says in the Bible, beloved, I would that you would have life and have it more abundantly. Right. I think I'm, I think I'm quoting that right. Something about that sounds like I may have missed something, but you guys understand my meaning Hear my heart on that, that you are meant to be here to live the life that allows you to give maximum service. And you can only give maximum service from a full vessel. 
So if you're still scraping from the bottom of what you have to give and saying, you know, I can barely get to work, I can barely take care of these, you know, it's just sucking the life out of me, then that's not your maximum service. That's not your brilliant life. And God bless you for staying in there and hanging in there with it because we, we commit to something and we do our best in that moment. But we're always still working to do more so we can give it our maximum service. And when you give it your maximum service, you're in a place where it doesn't even feel like you're giving anymore. It just feels like you're just doing because, hey, this makes me feel good. Have you ever been around people like that, Keisha, who yeah, excite you? Yeah, that's right? You're just being. You're not, you're not working harder. You're not even necessarily working smarter, but you're just being. And you're giving from this place of being. Yeah, you're just giving on this. Uh, um, you're giving from this place of being, and you are, and it's and it's igniting your soul. And I know that yeah. you may not be able to understand that right now, but I believe a lot of our listeners are really cued into their yeah. greatness and how to walk in their greatness. We just have that type of listening audience here. So if you are looking for a way to just maximize that, check out the brilliant life. I think you'll find yourself to be at home there. I think so. I think so. I agree. So, Keisha, I agree. We, we have about three minutes left on Everyday Peace okay. Day. So how can people connect um, with The Brilliant Life if they're interested in that, connect with you for more of your tapping? You know, I Keisha and I connected over tapping. I, I met her yeah. through a friend, and I just fell in love with what she was doing, and it has really produced one, measurable results in my life. Yeah. Well, to connect with The Brilliant Life, which starts the week of July 29th, and we're only holding space for four people, so it's an intimate group setting, um, you would go to bit.ly forward slash The Brilliant Life. And uh, you, can schedule, you can schedule a free consultation call there to find out more about this group coaching program, which we're holding space for four people over the next uh, six weeks starting July 29th. And if you would like to follow me, you can find me on Facebook and also on Instagram at Keisha Dixon, the Tapping Queen. And I'm also on LinkedIn as well. And uh, you can also follow me on YouTube at TQTV. Wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. So we have a few minutes left, and I want to ask you this question. It's burning in my my heart right now. What is the, if you had to point to just one singular thing that changed in your life when you really, really decided to live your life on purpose brilliantly? Mm-hmm. And we only have like a minute left. <laughs> yep. What would that be? Yeah, I, earlier I had said um, there was a part of myself that I hated, and that was the part of me that was a people pleaser. And now I can honestly say that I wholly and completely love and accept all parts of me. The people pleaser was a, was a dark shadow of what, when the light shines on it, really just um, shows my heart of compassion and my heart of service. And now that's, that I'm living I hear I hear them playing our song, Heart of Compassion, okay. Heart of Service. <laughs> I love you guys for showing up today as an everyday peacemaker. Make today brilliant. I'll see you next Monday on Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Thank you.
Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Intuition is our spiritual GPS and the single best tool that we have for navigating our lives. I'm Victoria Shaw, and on my Intuitive Connection podcast, I will share with you the ways to connect with your intuition and awaken the gifts of your soul. In each episode, I'll draw on my own intuitive gifts and my training as an Ivy League trained counselor and psychologist to help support you in reaching your highest potential. Start listening now on Mind Body Spirit FM Podcast Network or wherever you find your podcasts.